0: The legislative year has closed. They have uh, closed up shop a little bit early uh, to accommodate a presidential primary schedule. Uh, But it was a year where a lot got done. But there is still more left on the table and the agenda. And it will be a little bit more difficult, especially in the Michigan House, where it will be an even 54-54 split. Because two state reps have become mayors in their respective towns. And uh, we may not get a special election for that till long about May. Um, That makes for a bit of a dicier uh, road to travel for our next guest, the Speaker of the Michigan House, Joe Tate, State Representative of the 10th District, joining us live this morning. Speaker, good morning. Guy, good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, We were just discussing, apparently, the Detroit City Council is going to have a public hearing and take up the mayor's land value tax plan. I know that was something that was left on the table. How high up the list of priorities is that for the resumption of The legislative year in january
1: it's something that we you know definitely want to be able to work on that's certainly a priority how are we focused on uh reducing costs and um and reducing uh the tax burden uh in particular with the land value tax on detroit homeowners uh how are we helping to encourage development because that's something that's needed uh in the city so it's something that we're definitely going to be coming back and and taking uh another look at it to see if we can get it out.
0: Uh speaker uh, also I think one of your priorities you said was going to be auto insurance and and you know how the Senate approved higher insurance reimbursements to care for people that were seriously hurt in car crashes um how are we going to address that and will that be one of your top priorities as well?
1: That's that's going to be on the agenda as well. So we've been having in the house uh, a process uh, in terms of what our insurance chair, uh, Representative Brenda Carter, has been working on uh, throughout uh, the summer and the fall um, on how are we focused around that. So it's good that we have, um, you know, the Senate package and, and what they sent over. Uh, but we once we get back next year, uh, that, that will be a focus of effort as well, too, because, you know, we know that um, – yeah, you know, obviously we had the legislation in twenty nineteen uh and we've had some time now just to see, you know, the the impacts of of uh the auto uh, reform legislation. So we'll come back next year and, and, and we're gonna be uh focused on that uh as as well too, because we know that um you know, auto insurance rates, uh coverage, we wanna make sure that, you know, all Michiganders have access to, to affordable auto insurance rates and also the coverage that comes with it. Speaker, we have been talking all morning about a bill that Gretchen Whitmer signed yesterday, blocking domestic violence offenders from owning or possessing a firearm for eight years. Obviously something a lot of people can get behind, but some saying it's an overreach and too broad of definitions in multiple ways. What would you say to that? I think when we came in this year, um, you know, focus of effort has been around gun violence prevention because for over the past decade, uh, you know, when, when I served in the minority in my time in the legislature before this year, there were no there weren't even any hearings around gun violence prevention. So earlier this year we saw um, efforts to get universal background checks, safe storage, as well as uh, red flag legislation to the governor's desk and we did that Uh, This is a continuation of that. And we know that when you look at uh, domestic violence incidents, uh, we know that there is a high propensity around gun violence in in that space. Um, I don't feel that it is an overreach. Um, In fact, uh, the opposite, because when we look at this, I think the last thing that I want to see and my colleagues want to see is talking to a family member or a parent uh, asking us why we haven't been able to um, work on issues around gun violence prevention. Uh, so I don't view it as an overreach. I actually, I view it as uh, something to to continue to build safe and strong communities across the state.
0: Well, if not an overreach, maybe maybe a, a, a better uh, characterization would be s- some flaws in in the legislation. I mean. If if you uh, put a, a false statement on a veteran's benefit application, some gambling offenses, disorderly conduct at a funeral, there's a lot of of uh, misdemeanors and low grade felonies here that could get trigger loss of a weapon as well. That may not be overreach, but it could be a violation that won't stand up uh, under judicial scrutiny. Is there maybe some cleanup that needs to be done in these bills in the new legislative year?
1: Uh, that's something that we can will we'll certainly always um, take a look at and, and are open to it. I think um, when we look at this legislation, however, um, when you look at the incidents that have taken place, not only in you know the district that I represent, or uh, other areas. When you look at the history of gun violence uh, across this state, and obviously more recently with what we've seen in Oxford, what we've seen at Michigan State, um, I think the larger issue is us actually governing mm-hmm. to be able to move mm-hmm. legislation that, that reduces that. Now, there, is, there isn't any policy, public policy, that's going to be perfect obviously will will you know we will come and uh you know take we can always take a look at that um but I think the bigger picture for us is actually being able to enact a legislation that will that will uh curb uh gun violence reduction not not obviously wipe it all out but be able to have the tools to to lower uh, gun violence across the state.
0: Speaker Take we got about a minute left. Uh you're going to come back with a 54-54 split. You got to fill those seats uh, left vacant by representatives uh, Lori Stone and Kevin Coleman. Will you be able to work bipartisanly? Uh
1: yes, I'm optimistic that that we will and and we have uh throughout the year um there've been certain issues that that we haven't been able to get to get that bipartisanship but for the most part when you look at legislation moving out of the house uh it is in a bipartisan fashion um but you know for us uh for me we still what takes precedent is putting people first at the end of the day house democrats you know we're still setting the agenda we still want to move forward and figure out ways of how to lower costs how to put money back in people's pockets how to create safe and strong communities and the like, but I, I I hope that yes, I I am optimistic that we can work in the bipartisan fashion. We just got a little bit more time because I have to ask you. You went to Michigan State undergrad, Michigan grad school. So how do you watch the game on Saturday? <laughs> a, I, I didn't know that question was coming. I know. Uh, <laughs> that, <that's> a, <laughs> I asked a tough. question. I'm a. <laughs> I am a uh, uh I did my undergrad at Michigan State I played uh football there so I, I cheer for my Spartans. Uh I hope none of my uh constituents that are Michigan fans will hold that against me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know you, I know you're still green at heart and I know you're also pulling for our Lions. You had a couple years there in the NFL and uh I, hopefully we'll get our secondary uh, problems fixed cuz this is a great looking team speaker.
1: Oh, it is! It, it is really looking looking forward uh, to uh, this Thursday, and uh, excited about the Lions and, and, and their path right now.
0: Yeah, it's it's looking good, and uh, we will uh, we'll wish your Spartans the best on uh, Friday evening. Uh, Go blue on Saturday afternoon, and in the meantime, Speaker, you have a great Thanksgiving.